a few daf ago, and daf mem gimel, we spoke about the centrality of rabbinic law, of, of the halachas de Rabbonin, when the rabbis legislate uh, the Rabbonin in the time of the Gemara, and the Mishnah um, actually introduce halachot, they introduce laws that, that bind us, how these are really cent- central and integrated into the whole system of halacha, that we then separate out the orator and the rabban and what comes from the Torah and what comes from the rabbis in terms of their seriousness. They're equally serious. Uh, we separate them out in terms of how we work with them. The mechanics of working with laws from the Torah differs from the mechanics of working with laws that were instituted by the rabbanan. But that they're integrated, and I explained in, in, in that matmonim shir, how what the rabbanan do is they work out what the Ritzvah Hashem is. They really explain what the, what the Doraisa is, what the Torah's law is. The Torah's law is given in its very purest, most essential form, uh, but it's expanded. And I explained to you that when the Rabbonans say, for example, that although the Torah says you cannot write on, on Shabbos, um, the Rabbonans say you, that, that a pen is mukta, that you can't handle a pen, you can't move a pen. And, and we talked about the fact that that's because it would be so natural if you're handling a pen on Shabbos and you're thinking and you have things on your mind, it would be the most natural things to, to jot a note down on a piece of paper if you have a pen in your hand already. And it would require an unnatural um, control of oneself to, to hold the pen and not write. And that unnaturalness is not something the Torah wants. That's what the Rabbonin teach us with their, with their gzerot, that the um, if the Torah doesn't want us to do a certain thing, then it's important not to put ourselves in a situation where it would be natural and normal to do that thing. Uh, and that's an expansion of what the Torah wants from us. It's not a new piece of legislation of the Rabbonin. Uh, and also we find very often that when the Rabbonin introduce a law, um, it's not that they are introducing it for the first time and this was never practiced before. Very often, these things were always practiced, but they were falling into disuse. And so the, the Rabbonin, the, the rabbis, saw the need to legislate, to regulate, to actually write it down and say, this is the halakha, uh, because people might have been taking it lightly. So it's very possible that long before the time of the Mishnah, in fact, it's, it's very likely that long before the time of the Mishnah, people just wouldn't handle a pen on Shabbos. They understood that that wasn't the intention of Shabbos, that wasn't the intention of the Torah. Uh, it wasn't necessary for them to be told and to, be, to, ha- to have it legislated uh, to, to the same degree. Um, and then the Rabbanon come along and they make, it, they make it law, so to say. This idea of the centrality and the integration of rabbinic law into general halakha, into all of halakha, we see further in the Gemara on, on Ahamud and Daf. Um, where the Gemara explores why it is that we say the bracha of Hashem Kedishanu b'mitzvotav v'tzivanu. We praise Hashem who sanctified us with, with his mitzvahs and commanded us to, and then we will refer to a law of the rabbis. So, for example, the um, Gemara deals with the law of lighting Hanukkah lights. Hanukkah is a law of the Rabbonin. There's no mention in the Torah of Hanukkah. And so Hanukkah is the Rabbonin. And it's interesting that even those people who make light of the Rabbonins and say it's only a Rabbonin and, and even reform people who, who might say we don't have to keep the laws of the rabbis, it's just, it's just rabbinic law, it's not important. It's interesting how Hanukkah is such a universally celebrated Yom Tov. And that's a law of the rabbis. There's nothing in the Torah about Hanukkah. Uh, so there's an acknowledgement of the, of the centrality of, of rabbinic law. Uh, kind of a subconscious, unwilling acknowledgement of the, of the centrality of rabbinic law. 
Um, but still, the Gemara is concerned that when we light Hanukkah, Licht, we say, Asher Kedishanu B'mitzvah Tavet Sivanu Lad Likna Eshel Hanukkah, that we've got to, um, we, we praise Hashem, who commanded us to light the lights of the Hanukkah. Ask the Gemara, Vehechan Sivanu, where do we find that Hashem commanded us to do that? And then the Gemara brings two alternative sources for it. One is the, the Gemara brings the source from Pasha Choftim, and then Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak brings the source of Sha'al Avicha V'yagelcha, the posuk in, um, in, in Ha'azinu. Uh, these two psukim are very interesting, both in their differences and in their similarities. Um, the difference is that the first pasuk says, you shall not deviate, Lot Asur, from anything that the Chachomim, that the elders, the wise people of the generation teach you and tell you. Yamina, small le- right or left, you can't deviate from what they tell you. Um, so that's talking primarily about the um, Zekenim, about the, the, the Chachamim. Um, in the case of the verse in Parashat Ha'azinu, it says, It says, ask your father and, and he will tell you, your elders and they will tell you. So there's reference also to the father, uh, to the previous generation. Uh, in in this in this particular sentence, both of these are brought as as sources. It's Rav Nachman by Yitzchak that brings the second source. Shal Avicha ask your father and he will tell you. Um, and it's interesting that Rav Nachman by Yitzchak is um, a, a, an incredibly important figure in the Gemara, a Talmud of Rava, and somebody who was very much responsible in putting the sugyot together, in putting the pieces of the Gemara together, structuring them. Um, giving them order and giving them sense, um, as as he himself refers to himself in, in Gemara Shabbos. Um, he's also the person that you remember from Gemara Psachim, there's the story of his mother hearing from an astrologist that he had the tendency to become a thief. Uh, this was when he was a, a little baby, an infant, and his mother then said, make sure that you've always got a kippah on your head, that you always cover your head with a yarmulke, um, not, not because... People weren't doing it. Everybody was doing it at that time. But what she wanted to be sure was that as a very young child, young children run around and they don't always have a kippah on his head, on their head. And she was very meticulous that Rav Nachman by Yitzchak should have a kippah on his head at all times, even as a young child, um, in order that that he should have Yerushalayim. And and he attributed his Yerushalayim to that fact. Uh, and, and we see from there how important that is to to have one's head properly covered. Anyway, it's Rav Nachman by Yitzchak who says the source is ask your father and he will tell you. What's interesting in both these psukim, the word that is used is, is Haggadah. It's not in the second part of the Pesuk, but that's not the part that the Gemara quotes. When the Gemara quotes, it's the Melotasur. That's the, the Posuk in Shoftim, and the Lord Tasu Miradavashi Yagidu Lacha. The, the verse in Shoftim specifically says Yagidu, it uses the word Yagid. And in the Posuk from Hazinu, the part of the Posuk that Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak refers to is Sha'al Avicha Veyagedacha. He doesn't bring the Zakenecha Veyomrelach, he brings Sha'al Avicha Veyagedacha. So that word Yagid is. is is central to this idea that's being developed by the Gemara, the linkage between the law of the Rabbonin and the, and the Torah origin, even of the laws of the Rabbonin, revolves around this word Haggadah. And it's important to understand that the, the, what the word Haggadah means. The word Haggadah doesn't just mean tell, as it's usually translated in, in English. 
to, to tell you. Uh, don't deviate from, from that which the Chachamim uh, tell you, or ask your father and he will tell you. It doesn't mean tell. Haggadah really means explain. Uh, Amira, when we say something, we just say it in its shortened form, we just say it as it is, we give the bottom line. But the Haggid, when the, when the Torah uses the word Haggadah, it means to explain. And the Haggadah on Pesach, it doesn't mean just to tell, it's Haggadah, it's full of explanation. It's a child asking questions, it's us giving the answers, it's giving the context and the history and the background and the meaning. Haggadah is a very full word, an educational word, a word of, of, of teaching, of explaining. That's really what Haggadah is. That being the case, it, it reaffirms our ideas on, on Daf Mem Gimel, that when the Chachomim give a law, they're explaining the Torah. They're not just expanding and adding to the Torah. They're actually explaining to the Torah. So when the Torah says, don't deviate from what the, what the Chachomim Ashi Yagidu Lecha, the way they explain my Torah, that's what you've got to take as the authentic explanation and act accordingly. And Sha'Allah ask your earlier generations, your parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, and they will they will explain to you what the Torah means. Just by reading the Chumash, by reading the Torah itself, you can't understand what the Torah means in each of the of the mitzvot. It just gives the very, very barest information about the mitzvah. But to understand the context and the meaning and the purpose of the mitzvah, for that you need the Durabonan. And they expand, they give, they give it context, they give it social context, they give it psychological context, and they make it workable. The, uh, the laws of the Torah taken in their purest form uh, are not as workable as they are once the Rabbonin have added and, and given it the flesh that makes this a workable system. And very interestingly, um, I've, I found on this very piece of Gemara a, a wonderful Sfas Emes. We've spoken about the Sfas Emes many times before the third Geira Rebbe, who, who wrote on Shas, um, and wrote a, a lot of work on Kabbalah and Chassidus as well. And I mentioned to you that, that the, uh, the Geira tradition, particularly the Sfat Emes, the Chidusha Harim, these were people whose work was absorbed completely into the canon of Lithuanian uh, learning, um, and, and that they were always recognized for their greatness, both in Kabbalah and in Halakha. But was it, what was important about those people um, the Geira dynasty, the Sachachova dynasty, the Avnei Neza, um, and, and others of that, of that category is that as great as they were in Kabbalah and as great as they were in Halakha, what's really important that is in their Halakhic reasoning there is no synthesis of, of Kabbalah. It's, it's kept somewhat separate because it's very different ways of reasoning. And so when they're teaching Kabbalah, it's, it's, it's wonderful Kabbalah. And when they're teaching Halakha, when they're teaching Talmud, it's, it's pure learning, and, and therefore their work was always accepted. So, uh, important, as I've often said before, to understand the opposition of the school of the Vilna Gaon to Chassidut was not to Chassidut itself, it was to the intermingling of Chassidut into the interpretation and understanding of Gemara. Uh, because they're two different systems altogether, it would be like trying to use um, artistic analysis to explain physics. Uh, yes, there might be an artistic side to physics, and there might be an artistic way of, of seeing the, the laws of physics. But when you're reasoning with physics, you've got to use laws of mathematics and physics. And when you're reasoning in Gemara, you've got to use laws of, of the Gemara. You've got to use the methodology of the Gemara. And the Sfasema uh, says, and I've wrote it for you in the sources, exactly that. that the word Vayagedachad says, Vayagedachad, rather than Yitzavu, it doesn't say listen to what the Chachomim command you. 
It says, listen to what the Chachamim explained to you. And the Sfasim says, Hashem is saying, that which the Chachamim Institute comes from me, they will explain to you what my will really is. So when we're keeping a rabbinic law, it's not just we're keeping a different section of law, we're keeping the halachot rabbonah, it's not that at all. We're actually keeping the Torah the way Hashem wants us to keep the Torah, as explained by the only authentic explanation we have of the Torah, which is the Chachomim of the Talmud, of the Mishnah, and of the Gemara.